because you effing matter. I'm going to say it again. You really matter. You are capable of changing so many things in your immediate environment that if we all chose to value ourselves, we would change collectively the entire globe. So don't wait for something out there. Start inside because you are part of the whole. Hello and welcome to The Emotional Compass. This is Bodhi. And Abiel. Hey, Abiel. What are we hey, talking bo- about today? Today we're talking about... Money, 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 money. Ooh, money. Really Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about money. <laughs> I felt like Oprah right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Show me the money. Totally. We're going to be talking about like emotions and money and how they both correlate with one another. We're going to be dispelling some myths. We're going to be breaking some paradigms and hopefully we could all manifest so much money that we could do all the things we want to do in our lives and share that money with everybody we come in contact with. Yeah, because money in its essence, if you remove the whole currency and uh, numeric value and all of that, it's just energy. It's flow of energy from one person to another or from one entity to another And you just have to vibrate with that same frequency of energy and abundance, really. I remember I grew up with so much lack because, you know, I mean, in my household, it was always, you know, these these sayings that I think a lot of us grew up with, like money doesn't grow on trees or money, there's not enough money. Why would we buy that? We don't have money. There was always this notion of not having enough and how do we get more so just quell all your desires and wants because you're not getting it because there is no money to buy what you whatever you want totally i i was in the same boat uh we don't have money for that we don't have money for this what do you think money grows on trees and one of the things that i want to share is that money itself listen very carefully Money itself helps us evolve and grow. They bring us together. They unite us in order for us to collectively get together and grow from those experiences. So money is basically this, this, this webbing, this netting that brings us together so that we could interact with one another, exchange goods, so that collectively we all could grow. It's not so much about growing a fruit and sharing it with your neighbors, now we've evolved beyond that. Now we have capabilities of paying for intellectual concepts, paying for software and the ability to have things that did not even exist 200 years ago. So let's, let's, let's dive into what, what money is to you, Bodhi. Well, like I said, you know, now I have this understanding that it's, it's a, an energy, a frequency of abundance, this vibration where if, if I allow myself, if I remove all the obstacles that I have towards it, it can start flowing through me. 
Beautiful. I, I think the biggest thing that I had before was fear that there is not enough of it to go around and that once I do accumulate some of it, some of it I need to hoard it. I need to hold on to it. I don't need to spend it because spending would mean that something that I work so hard to accumulate is just going to go away. And it wasn't until I developed this attitude of abundance, like this is something that flows through me. It's an energy current. I don't need to hold on to it. I actually need to let it flow because if I pass that energy current onto other people, it's going to come back to me. I remember my dad used to always say, if I don't spend, how am I going to get the motivation to earn more? And I used to always find that very fascinating. Interesting. Uh, I, I grew up in, in a religion where I feel like we were holding back from making more money because we would reap all those rewards once we got into heaven. So it was okay to be poor here. It was okay to give a lot of our money back to the church because we were going to get all of that and more when we got to heaven. And there's so many things that we, we have been, you know, ingrained in our minds that limit us our ability to spend. For instance, spending money, like you said, felt like I wasn't getting any more of it back. But spending money gives the ability for those that are receiving the money to get more money. And those services also then grow so that we could expand humanity. So money is such an important tool and it's not ugly, it's not bad, it's not wrong. If you gain more money, it doesn't make you a worse person. Is for instance, for me to tell you that electricity is bad. Of course, if I stick my hand in the socket, I'm going to get electrocuted. But it also cools my home with AC. It turns on the lights. It runs my machines. It has so many good things. So the pursuit of money in itself is not going to lead to more money. That's the one rule that I want to share with you guys. Pursuit of money does not lead to more happiness. And studies have shown that people that have wealth are not necessarily happier. But money opens up the floodgates for more opportunities. It basically is an enhancer. So when, I'm going to start first off by saying, whatever you're doing, figure out a way to serve more people. The more people you figure out how to serve, the more money will come your way because you're pushing that current. You're pushing those electrons through that line, through that copper wire out. And then as a, as a reaction, you're getting that electricity coming straight back to you. So one of the things that you must hopefully learn is that you have to have an open heart when you spend the money. You have to come from joy and gratitude when you spend the money. You have to come from joy, gratitude, and excitement when you make the money. All those elements are just like the same way that when you're cooking and you feel really good and you're, and you're making your sauces and you're sauteing your, your onions and celery and carrots, you, all that energy that you're putting it, how you could taste it once the meal is done, it's the same, the same formula for making and spending money. I always ask myself, how much can I enjoy spending this money? And for a very long time, I had a really hard time spending money. It was almost like, man, I shouldn't be spending this money. I don't know what might happen in the future. 
Well, it is a fact. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I was limiting myself from enjoying spending money and receiving money. So do you have anything in your life that you have been blocking? Ask yourself that question because if you're blocking your joy of receiving and spending money, you're missing out on this amazing blessing. Wow, that was beautifully put. I really like that uh, electric current example because that's, that's exactly what it is. It's just a flow of energy. And if you're blocking that flow of energy, how are you going to receive anything? And I, I think the other thing that kind of changed my perspective about money was self-worth and going out there and getting a job, which I felt like I was worth getting that more money for because for the longest time, I felt like I couldn't get a high paying job because I wasn't worth it. And so until I didn't change that shift, that mindset that no, I can and I deserve it. Or for example, like driving a nice car. For the longest time, I thought I didn't deserve that because why should I? I grew up with this whole lack and that we shouldn't be spending and that you know, there's not enough money. So if I do get a nice car, who, how am I going to afford this? And then it's frivolous to get a nice, nice car. And so this, this self-worth is so much to do with how much money you can get. If you work on your self-worth, figure out what is holding you back. Is it the stories and the conditioning that you have been programmed with since you were a little kid? Is that ding, what ding, it ding, is? Ding. That's a, yeah, that's usually a, that's what it holy. is. And so you can work on that self-worth. Start talking about what you value within yourself. To, you know, use nouns, adjectives, pronouns, whatever you can to start valuing your own self. What do you value in yourself? And start writing that down every day if you can. And repeat that to yourself until you start assuring yourself that you are worth it that you can get a higher paying job or you can negotiate a better salary or you are capable of owning nicer things or that you're worth to own nicer things. Because I remember um, I had one of my first early jobs and I was making good money that I could afford to buy a nice car, but I felt like I was not worth it. Like I did not feel worth it to buy a nice car. Because my self-worth was not aligned with that value of that car or the value that I placed on that car. And so I had to start digging into my psyche, what held me back from attaining that thing. So my wife shared this book uh, called um, Love Money, Money Loves You by uh, Sarah McCrum. And what you were saying, Bodhi, she, she has this one exercise that basically changes your self-worth. You write down every day one thing that you value about yourself and then you read that one thing that you wrote the day before and then you write a new one the next day. And you're, this is, this is going to take some discipline for, for you guys out there. But you do it for a year straight and you keep on reading the things that you value the most about yourself and you keep on discovering the amazingness that you are. Because as absolutely, your self-worth determines how much you make, what's your earning potential. So if my self-worth is crap, 
I'm not going to be asking for a raise. I'm not going to be asking for a good salary to begin with. I'm going to have crappy things. So your self-worth, it's directly correlated with how much you earn. And unfortunately, because it's so painful to recognize our self-worth at times, we tend to project it outward. And we tend to think that other people are there to attack us, to suppress us, to hold us down. But what we need to realize is that we got to get empowered and realize that our self-worth is determined by ourselves and nobody else. Because we're whole, we're perfect, we're beautiful, we're capable, and we're worth it. We are worth as much money as you could possibly imagine. We have the ability for, for billionaires to come out left and right. And the only thing that's stopping you, it's yourself. And it's hard to admit it, but the only thing that's stopping me is myself and my value. How much do I value myself? And that starts with eating. That starts with exercising. That starts with my sleeping habits. That starts with the things that I choose to put into my system physically, mentally, and emotionally. If you have somebody out there that is not treating you the way you're meant to be treated, it's not because of, it's not because of them, it's because of your self-worth. So start valuing yourself so that those things that are not serving you, those abusive relationships can start shedding away because the only reason they're sticking around that lack of money, that lack of motivation is because of you. So the reason I'm being harsh and the reason I'm bringing this up is because not till you realize and take responsibility for your emotions and your actions is not when change will happen. Quit blaming the outside and start looking inside to that pure, perfect, and whole self that you are and shed away that crud, shed away that mud that's been holding you back for so long because you effing matter. I'm going to say it again. You really matter. You are capable of changing so many things in your immediate environment that if we all chose to value ourselves, we would change collectively the entire globe. So don't wait for something out there. Start inside because you are part of the whole. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I got into a little excited rant right there. (laughs) Preach it. Preach it. Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, like, th- there's not much I can add to that, but I definitely want to say that we covered a whole episode on from discipline comes freedom or through discipline comes freedom. And this is something that I've realized is very true for your financial freedom as well. You have to be disciplined with your money. You can't just be spending it willy-nilly and running up credit card debt Because remember, we talked about it being a current. So if you're running up credit card debt, you have accumulated this whole current, this energy. How are you going to match it to your frequency? Because now you have this whole current and energy, it's just going to burn your house down because now you've accumulated so much of debt. And this is something that I have realized the hard way. I used to really, really like to spend on credit cards and run up debt, not realizing that. If I don't do that, I could be saving that money and growing my saving base and then actually matching my frequency to buy something that I really thought was worth rather than just willy-nilly spending. 
You know, like there's so many people that talk about retail therapy. Yeah, don't buy into that. Definitely not. Because there is no such thing as retail therapy. You can go out there and buy a million things and it's not going to fill that void. It's not going to fill that hole that you have within yourself. That's your self-worth. That's the only thing that's going to fill you up. You need to find your self-worth. You need to love yourself because buying things, accumulating things and hoarding things is not going to bring you any joy, any satisfaction. And it's definitely not aligning you with the frequency of money whatsoever. So yeah, that's, that's the only thing that I wanted to add to what Abiel was saying, because I think there's so much weight to what he was talking about. And it's just beautiful the way you put it. Thank you, brother. And I, I totally agree with you. We sometimes are the same way that we might be feeling anxious. So we eat because it makes us feel better sometimes we're not feeling good about ourselves. So we think if we spend that money on that one item, it's going to fill us up. The truth is you have to work on the self. You have to meditate and take time for yourself. The physical, the mental, and the spiritual are all connected. So think about working on each element every single day, a little by little, like putting pennies into a bank. So put pennies into your spiritual bank. Put pennies into your mental bank with filling yourself with good literature and great books. And then put pennies in your bank in the physical with, with your savings account. Like if you haven't opened up a savings account, start one today and put put in a dollar a week. Put in, you know, $10 a month. Who cares? Just put those little pennies into work and start realizing that with time, your your spiritual value will grow. Your your mental capacities will grow and your physical uh, currency is going to grow as well. But with the little, with that discipline comes that growth. And, and that's very important. Little by little every day with those atomic habits, you're going to get somewhere. Yeah. Those routines, those habits, that discipline that you cultivate within yourself really pays and multiplies in every aspect of your life, whether it's money, whether it's fitness, whether it's mental health, everything. Because if you just form good habits on a daily basis, it's going to pay off in spades. And that's what I'm realizing firsthand. And um, yeah, I'm just glad we're doing this, this podcast even, because it makes me accountable. Everything that we're talking about here is something that I have been embodying, that I have been learning, I've been training myself so that I'm not just saying these things, I'm actually practicing these things on a daily basis. Totally. It, it, it literally makes me focus more on myself. This is a gift to ourselves that we give out to others. It, it's, it all starts with the self. But if, if you're struggling out there financially and emotionally, start working on yourself Take that time. Take those two minutes to meditate every day and connect and realize what the mind is. Look at the ripples in the pond and and don't jump in there to smooth out those ripples. Just realize that you're worth it. You're loved. Take a deep breath. Everything will be okay. I promise you. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up. Um, I'll put the name of that book in the show notes because uh, it was a really interesting book. Might be a little esoteric for some of you out there, but if you're willing to dive deep, 
and explore the nature of money and consciousness and energy and all of these things, I think it's a really good read. And, um, you know, as always, rate, review, subscribe, and please share this love, share this episode, share this podcast with as many people as you can, because we're doing this out of love, for love, and we want to spread the message far and wide. We love you and stay tuned. More episodes to come. So this is the Emotional Compass. This is Bodhi. And Abiel. Until next time.